messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. We are here to talk about TV commercials. Good ones and bad ones, and ones where people say weird shit like this. Now what does it mean to slide into someone's DMs? Oh, <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, we're not ready for that. My name is Andrew Walsh, and I'm here with Genevieve Has. Genevieve, are you ready for this? I probably am not. I have more in common <laughs> with the with the, the people who are becoming their parents than I do with anyone who understands what ha- is happening on social media. But nevertheless... It did not occur to me the irony of the you irony. putting together a show about social media and TV commercials when you just recently and proudly learned how to watch Instagram stories. Not make Instagram stories. Watch. You just recently I was, learned how to watch them I and you still don't bit. know how to skip them, I believe. Well, well whenever I ask you, I'm like, hey, show me how to skip it. You say, well, I don't want to skip this one because it's really interesting. <laughs> they're, they're all interesting. And it's a commercial. They're all interesting. Uh-huh. I do a podcast about yeah, commercials. Sure. Obviously, I'm interested in commercials. Actually, just so that I don't muddy the waters there, we are not talking today about Instagram ads or social media ads. We're talking about TV commercials, yeah. which is our mission, yeah. that um, integrate clear mission statement. <laughs> that somehow integrate social media in their messaging in some way. Yes, of course, social media is a huge part of everybody's lives, and um, it, I, <laughs> that was just so convincing. <laughs> that was just so awesome. I don't like it, and I never. Will. I mean, obviously, the the internet <laughs> changing everything from the way we do business. To the way we read the news. That is how I feel. That like <laughs> that. That's exactly what the sound that happens in my brain when I think about um, a lot of this stuff. But um, yes, as our most offline correspondent, I thought it would be fun to put together a show about um, commercials, TV commercials that are are trying to play around with or leverage the concept of social media for products that are not. Uh, in fact, for the most part, social media products. Well, I, for one, as someone who once opened the TikTok app, am yes. excited for this. <laughs> exactly. I can't think of two people who are more well-equipped to tackle this subject. Also, uh, the the people wanted it. The people are getting it. It's the grand return of With Love From Me to YouTube. That's right. I actually digitized and uploaded some 1990s era commercials today that I found on a VHS tape. I'm going to play one for you, Genevieve, that I find both um, hilarious and a little bit confusing. I always like to have you explain commercials to me. It's for a Green Giant product that came out in the mid-90s. I have, a, let's say, a checkered uh, track record when it comes to correctly explaining <laughs> commercials to you. Well, we'll see if you can help me puzzle <laughs> this one out. Um, and we will hear from I, I think you um, referred to this person earlier today Mike King of the Jingles. Yes, not only do I refer to him as that, but he himself now also self-identifies oh, really? oh, as the King, Mike King of the Jingles. Oh, that's funny. Did we say that on the show I, or did I he self-anoint so. him? I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's self-anointed or not, but yeah. he, he's definitely king of the jingles uh, until he's dethroned. Well, Mike is a damn delight, so I'm excited <laughs> to hear what he is bringing to the voicemail line today. Let's start with some social media talk. I want to know what you're thinking. There are some things you can't hide. I want to know what you're 
Boy, I like this as a uh, music pick for this topic. Yeah. Seems like kind of a, a nice, sneaky, relevant song to social media. But just hearing it again, it also makes me um, categorize it with those other 80s songs that are a little bit, like, ominous coming from a male voice. Like, you know. Right. You can't hide. Just this idea of, like, you can't hide what you're thinking. Yeah, I don't, I feel Talking like. Talking in your sleep, I put in that category. Anything by Sting or the police. Sure. I mean, there. you know, but I do think that, and I love that this band, by the way, is called Information Society, <laughs> yeah. which just couldn't be more on the nose yeah. for what we're talking about. But I, I feel sad if Information Society's uh, sort of gender neutral song or or maybe like less maybe you know like less less um fraught song lyrics has to carry the water because of sting right or because of the yeah, police sure. or the beatles yeah, yeah, or yeah. whoever and also information society by the way is not an all-male band I yeah it's mention. not yeah. exactly so um so i just think like yeah they they i think absent the context of like hide your head in the sand little girl and those kinds yeah. of like those sort of like very domineering types of male uh, artist singing to a woman, an unnamed woman, I wonder if we would have that same reaction, you know? Right, yeah. Hey, a quick note here that I seriously do not want to belabor because it's not super interesting to our audience, but just to clear the air on something here, um, you know, one thing we do on the show a lot uh, when we're watching these commercials is kind of rewind them and stop them and pause them and, and, and pick up where we left off. There's a lot of playback on this show, but one of our main sources of commercials is a website called iSpot TV and I can't I think this is a glitch I'm hoping it will be fixed God, I hope soon it's gonna be fixed. Uh, I don't know if it's a decision on their part but we have lost the ability to pause and yeah. rewind and fast forward these commercials so it's the really majority frustrating. of these commercials today will be being played from this website which means we will have to simply set them up and play them all the way through in most cases or start them all the way from the beginning if we do decide to stop them so might have a I don't think it's really gonna affect the show that much but you know if you notice the rhythm being slightly different than usual yeah, that it might would be, be marginally less listenable than it already was <laughs> there you go there you go i don't consider you the self-deprecating one of <laughs> of us but that hit hard okay oh, um so I was just joking let's start with some uh beechers commercials this is of course a kind of fancy cheese company well it's a local cheese company i think they're just like fancier than like craft yes right? it's not it's it's more i guess uh, artisanal or whatever uh they make a lot of different cheese products i think they have a um a store at the like a restaurant at the airport at seattle's airport a cheese restaurant? Yeah, but you know they make a lot of stuff. Like they make like mac and cheese, Ugh. a grilled cheese. Like I don't know if you know this about cheese. I don't know if your dislike of cheese prevents you from being aware that many foods that humans enjoy eating are made primarily with cheese as their like chief ingredient. I would like to say, and I quote, Yeah. Mr. Spock does not compute. <laughs> what? Does Mr. Stock, Spock say does not compute ever? Does somebody <laughs> say does not compute? Um, I mean, it's a phrase. I don't know if someone, if if a character is famous for saying it. Anyway, I don't like cheese is my point. Yeah, sort of. Is Sort of that's your point. Does I think not compute. I think your larger point is that you have a loose grasp of pop culture. The fact that I didn't call him Dr. Spock is a goddamn miracle. <laughs> you called him Mr. Stock, first of all. <laughs> I'm just going to edit that part out. <laughs> Now you can't. See, <laughs> so that little <laughs> marker that I put in there. Guess I won't be editing that later. 
All right, Beecher's fancy Beecher's cheese. Fancy they cheese. have a gross ass restaurant at the, um, the <laughs> airport <laughs> where they force you to eat cheese. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Um, so they, but this is actually what made me think of doing this this as a show idea is because their campaign recently uh, it's it's in pretty heavy rotation. You've probably seen it if you're on any form of streaming or TV media. Um, they just play a little bit of a little clip of music, and it's, it kind of the music bounces around like different genres and things. Um, and they show over a close up of whatever food they're talking about, whether it's like um, their grilled cheese or their mac and cheese or some other product that they make. They just show a beauty, sort of a beauty shot close up of that. And then they show bubbles like from, they, they don't identify them as Twitter mm-hmm. um, or X. I'm actually just not going to use X so uh, they can fuck off with that. I'm just going to call it Twitter. I think that's an interesting conversation. I, I think I told you this off air. I was telling somebody this that I was listening to a sports radio station uh, the other day, and it actually is notable. I know I say that all the time. I'm constantly listening to AM <laughs> you sports really radio. Are. But- I'm usually just locked into the one that's on the left-hand side of the dial, but there's one that's um, whatever. I must have bounced to it during a commercial break or something like that, so it was a station I don't listen to all that often, and mm-hmm. I think it might have been a national uh, sports radio show that I heard just a second of, but they went to like um, do some segment where they were collecting feedback or something, and it was the first time I heard anybody just casually refer to it as X. You yeah. know, we're, we're taking your comments on X or whatever, like not X, formerly known as Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like I think it's happening. I mean, it seemed like there was a time when it, it felt like it would never happen, but eventually it has to because we can't all keep saying X, formerly known as Twitter, in in formal places mm-hmm. like you know news sources like the New York Times or what have you, and I think I think it, I mean it's so weird when Elon Musk just one night said he's going to change the name of the company. I thought, well, nobody's ever going to you know make that change, I know but it'll I change. think it will. Yeah, lots of brands have changed, but here's my position: until it is unclear what I mean by Twitter. I'll be using Twitter. Okay, yeah. And no one can stop me. What about WW? <laughs> what did Weight Watchers change their name to? Like <laughs> WW, which was just terrible. Are they still so going terrible. by WW, or did they retreat on that? I think they. I think there might have been a soft retreat on that, but I'm not. I positive. understand they wanted to. Set, I understand yeah. the marketing on that, they, which was that they, they wanted to bad, separate well, themselves they, from like this idea of health versus weight. Yes, you know? which is first of all, we've talked about this before, but I'll just reiterate here. Like, you got to dance with the one that brung you, Weight Watchers, because mm. let me tell you, as a former member of Weight Watchers, you're not in there. They're not in there, like, check. I mean, yeah, there's, like, it's sort of a therapy session, but I've been to a lot of therapy, too, and those mm. didn't start with a weigh-in. Yeah, they literally, I wonder if they changed that practice, though. I don't know how in. you could, like, it is the, it's fundamentally really? what the thing is about. Mm. Like, I wouldn't join, I wouldn't be part of Weight Watchers if it wasn't about, I wouldn't have joined Weight Watchers if I didn't mm-hmm. want to lose weight. Yeah, which I did, and it's not a it's not a shameful thing to admit that sometimes you want to lose weight for whatever reason. So back to this Beecher's campaign, and sorry, it was me who kind of um, interrupted and got us off track there. So they're using, and we'll use the terminology, tweets. So they're using um, little testimonials that were literally posted to. Twitter or X by people. These aren't made up social media messages. Well, that's what I was curious about because I I, like they go by pretty quick. You know, you see it. So what they do is they sort of showcase one that's specific to the food that they're show that they're like spotlighting in Mm -hmm. this ad, you know, mac and cheese or whatever. Um, And then they kind of show like pop, 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 like lots of little 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 bubbles that are meant to be tweets. Of course, they're not like branded as such, but they do have the the username. Mm hmm. 
Um, so I was curious, okay, you're giving me the real username. Are these real tweets? So I did, I went back and looked. And to Beecher's credit, these are all real Twitter mm -hmm. users. Now, most of them don't have a lot of followers. It's clearly Beecher's went and did a search for their own name. Well, that's kind of even more interesting. Yeah. They went and, They're and not they, like Ken Jennings. No, I mean, that would be <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that would actually be confusing. It should yeah. just be random users. And they are just very random users, and some of them have a thousand or so followers and some have like 20 or so followers mm -hmm. but they are to as far as i can determine real people and these tweets um of the three that i grabbed one dates back to 2018 one dates back to 2021 and one's from this year um so this one this is we'll start with the tomato soup one i guess it's a, t a cheese tomato cheddar soup yeah and these go by very quickly too they're only 15 seconds long yeah and again we don't have a lot of control over the playback functions today so i'll play this one and, and i'll read you the tweet and who it's from okay so this is the tweet beecher's tomato soup on a cold rainy seattle day was life-changing and that's from at crusty roads crusty roads and then it says real comments by real i don't know users <laughs> it went by too quickly thanks um, a lot i spot <laughs> uh and so it's funny that one oh, oh that's right you said this is a local company i don't think yeah. i realized that yeah so a lot the of seattle stuff, thing is not a coincidence a lot there. of these like harken back or or i like kind of note that seattle's a, a a feature of it right okay gotcha um and so that was by crusty roads yes at crusty roads from it looks like your notes here that was uh, posted in october of 2018 i assume you found this these were yeah. all twitter these weren't crossing the, various platforms exactly these were these all happen to be from twitter i don't know if if features went on different platforms to find things or not um oh i see and it's roads crusty roads r-h-o-a-d-s yeah um but that's not how you is that how you spell Road Scholar? No, that's R I think that's R H O D E S. That's what I thought. But um, it could be like a last name or something. Uh huh. Interesting. And you, you say here that they have 103 followers, so sort of a modest following a mod there. Yeah, modest following. Um, and then this next one I think was for mac and cheese, right? Uh, um, yes. The they call it the world's best mac and cheese. You want me to hit play here and you can read the uh, the tweet? Yeah, this is from at Sarah B underscore Anderson. Beechers could make me cry just thinking about it. Tried it 14 years ago and never recovered. Okay. And then uh, pop, 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 lots up. of little uh, tweeters. And, and I did not, because I do not have the ability to pause this, mm -hmm. um, it was, I didn't bother to look at whether all of those like background Mm -hmm. tweets that they're putting behind this are real like if those aren't you, real yeah. i'm sure they are i'm sure they grabbed all of them and it would be weird if they didn't yes and no it's it goes by so quickly that it I, i'm willing to forgive them if they like dummied up just the the tweets as a background the fact that they literally say and by the way it says at the end real comments by yeah. real beecher's fans i think is what it says i think that if they're making that claim and they went so far as to make sure that the highlighted comment is real, I would be very shocked if they just like padded out the rest. Yeah, it's possible. So this next one, I don't even, is this for some sort of, God, this stuff is so gross. When I say stuff, I mean cheese. Um, <laughs> this one is for some sort of cheese cracker situation. Yeah. I, I, no, I don't think it's a cracker. It's just their flagship uh, cheddar, which is really oh, good. Okay. I buy this a lot. It comes in like a triangle shaped uh, block and it has a black uh, label on it. You've probably seen it in the in the grocery store if you live in the Pacific Northwest. But it is so good. It is such a great sharp 
cheddar that just goes really nicely on a cracker. I've I have eaten a whole block of this myself because sometimes I'll mm. buy it for an event and then it won't get opened or I won't open it. Um, and then I have a whole block of it and Andrew won't eat it. Mm-hmm. So then I just like eat it on a eat it on crackers. And that comment on that one was something like Beecher's cheese doesn't have to go as hard as it does, but there you go. And that was by some uh, that somebody posted it their username is Ever After We Live. Uh, okay. She is a self-identified goth chick. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Not not pejorative. That's are, those are her words. Just tweeted in February. As of February. Now okay. I'm cu- sort of curious. Like if oh, I nine, were 1900 followers. Yeah. If I were to tweet about Beechers now, mm-hmm. would it be like? I mean, it's a smart strategy, right? Like, right. would they then? Would I be like? Is there a possibility my tweet would get used if mm-hmm. it was like sort of punchy enough or whatever? We should say that the the tweet before this, I don't know if we identified the person, the one about like Beechers makes me cry. Yeah. That was uh, Sarah B. Anderson. Yeah. Uh, 781 followers, according to your notes here, and mostly religious content. When not tweeting about Beechers cheese. Yeah. Tweeting about the G's. Cheese, <laughs> cheese, and G's. Yeah, somebody finally somebody finally made it real. I have a friend who instead of saying Jesus Christ says cheese and crackers. I once yelled cheese and fucking crackers in front of a priest. <laughs> that was our friend who always says cheese and crackers. Yeah. We were at His their wedding. wedding yeah. And um, I think it was the night before the wedding for the, the rehearsal, rehearsal dinner. dinner. And of course, you're saying cheese and crackers to avoid saying Jesus Christ in, in front of... Well, what happened? was <laughs> so you say cheese and fucking crackers what happened nice. was i was we were like getting this we went to the rehearsal dinner and the staff at the restaurant hadn't really done a very top-notch job of getting like a big tables big tables set up for this large group oh you remember what you were responding to yeah That's yeah no, i remember oh. very clearly um so i was sort of taking charge as like i like went into like oldest daughter mode and started like trying to set tables up and things. And the, I don't know, it's, I think one of the servers or staff members was like not being very helpful. Mm-hmm. And I sort of muttered under my breath, Jesus fucking Christ. And then I looked up and I realized that um, they're very cool. Uh, Episcopalian priest had overheard mm-hmm. me and I'm sure he's heard worse, but he overheard me and just, I just reflexively said, oh, sorry, cheese and fucking crackers. <laughs> Well, you're allowed to swear if you're Episcopalian <laughs> yeah, priest. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I think uh, the Episcopalian priest. You can get are married cool. and you're allowed to swear. He That's was the gay. Deal, right? Like he's, yeah. you know, he was a cool guy. Um, okay, so this next commercial is going to be a real um, challenge for us to read these tweets as they go by quickly. But I'll also say they're not really worth quoting directly. This is for Zaxby's. Well, this this is a point that I want to. This is actually a counterpoint that I want to make to your to the to the Beecher's argument because mm-hmm. you know I went to the trouble of looking up. Did do all these Beecher's tweets really exist? Right, mm-hmm. and they do. And then Zaxby's, um, maybe I think this is like maybe two years ago, twenty twenty one or so. And do people know what this is? It's a fast casual chicken place. Yes, they're. We've talked about them before, but they're not local to us here. Mm. I I want to say are they like a Midwest thing or looks good. It is, but I mean I've heard good things. I think they they are like in the chicken sandwich. uh, They're a contender for the chicken sandwich, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, top award. Uh, I've never had one. It looks good, but they did exactly the same kind of like campaign idea mm-hmm. that that Beechers is doing right now which is they like this is what fans have to say about Zaxby's online but now it's not dispositive because granted social media handles come and go and maybe it got you know deleted or whatever 
but neither of the two that they flash on the screen with, and they're both very mundane they're not they're just like one is like chicken oh my god yeah the other it's one just is like so it's just delicious. Good, so delicious or whatever but they do put you know one of them is at rainfall va r-e-g-r-e-i-g-n-f-a-l-l-v-a and mm-hmm. one is at underscore cat rivera neither of these handles are anywhere on social media like not mm. just not on twitter but like not on anything that i could identify huh. so again is it remotely possible that they're on some platform that i couldn't find yes but i think zaxby's just fully dummied it up and is this this is also old right you said this is from a couple of years ago so it i mean it's possible. i'm with you it's that possible. it's probably that they just made this shit up i think it, they just made it up it doesn't it's, it's not a big deal it's pretty benign what they're saying just like oh good chicken but uh, oh good chicken who, who are the ad wizards who came up with that one <laughs> has anyone just considered oh good chicken it is a chance there as is a, a chance that's a campaign that people um yes. really were on twitter and then dropped their accounts when you know a lot of people stopped you know not just stopped tweeting it's but sure. also deleted their accounts. it's that's very possible and it is true that they're that i can't prove a negative but i was easily able to find the Beecher's folks, and I could not find... I mean, usually, I mean, the internet has a long memory, too, right? Like, even if somebody mm-hmm. deleted their Twitter handle, if they did any tweeting, and I tried a lot of different searches, I tried Zaxby's, Chicken, blah, blah, blah. Like, you would think that for this to be so scrubbed that neither of these handles has any echo on the mm-hmm, internet yeah. is would be a little unlikely. You, yeah, echo is a good word there. You can usually find something that has been retweeted. Yeah, like or, if, you, if I had yeah. even found one of these handles was real, mm-hmm. I would have... Like, even without the the message Even itself, without, if yeah. I couldn't find the message, like I would have be, I'd be more likely to say like, well, you know, it was two years ago, like maybe something has just kind of been scrubbed. But they're but. just out here making shit up. I think they're just making that? shit up. Okay, you know what? I hit I hit that a little bit too uh, quickly. No, it's my fault. I thought it was just going to be music. I didn't know that, that somebody talks on this. So here, let's take a listen to this. What are people saying about Zaxby's new signature sandwich? Big on social media, big in real life. Only at Zaxby's. So we saw a couple of uh, tweets there, or X's. Fake, mm-hmm. fake Posts, tweets, what I yeah. say. Uh, that just said drooling or something like that. Um, all right, now... Zaxby's, no one's tweeting about you. Zaxby's, you don't have any friends. <laughs> Although, I would I would probably <laughs> chow down on that chicken. I that think, looked pretty damn good. I just think it's funny that they couldn't bother to find some real tweets because... Yeah, they I'm, couldn't find one person. I'm sure somebody has said, uh, this chicken sandwich is the bomb or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, it, like it's not... Can't say that in the airport. You can't say it at an airport, but you can say it on Twitter. Yeah. Um. And because now you can say anything on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You cer- well, you certainly can. And I think that's you know I'm except a- where Elon Musk's helicopter is, <laughs> is or was that- it a private jet? Is that true? That was like that was one of the last straws when a lot of people, and I think myself included, finally said like that's it that that's the last straw was. There was somebody who was just tweeting out publicly available information that you can get just in other corners of the internet that are just like flight patterns. Because, right. you know, if you're chartering sure. a flight or if you have a, 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 they gotta a file a flight plan, whatever, you have to file a flight plan. And some journalist reported as to where Elon Musk's jet was. And then 
or maybe a couple of people, a couple of journalists did, and then Elon. This is this goes back about a year now, mm-hmm. and Elon kicked them off of oh, what yeah. was then Twitter, and people were like, now he's just like kicking off journalists for reporting public mm-hmm. information. Yeah, his like, free speech absolutism is. Oh, it's funny how it always yeah. So funny what what lines uh, where he draws that circle. Yeah, exactly. He's such so, a despicable piece of shit. Yeah, so let's move uh, let's move away from that because it's just bumming me out. So now, is this? Another Stolen Valor commercial. I don't know. Maybe it's not. This isn't a Gronk commercial. No, that Gronk's not in this. Okay, it's, it's this for... is Navy Federal. Is he in the Navy Federal ones, though, or is he in another military-related? He's in an, He's in something that's like a, a credit union for veterans um, or the children oh, offspring of veterans. Yeah, you know, it's USAA. USAA. Yeah, that's USAA. But I can understand okay, yeah, why you would yeah, complete so, the But two. this one is Navy Federal. So what's going on in this one? So this is just very fun. We have two uh, Navy Federal credit union uh, employees, and they're like clearly you know uh i don't know what what exactly their titles would be but they sit on the phones and talk to customers okay. right customer representatives mm-hmm. i guess um and we have one woman who she's got her little headset on and she's uh you know busy at her terminal and then she turns around to ask her colleague if he has some uh opinions about what kind of like for her social for for talking to people on social what kind of like language she should use question When I tell my members on the socials about our auto loans with amazing rates, should I hit them with a skirt skirt? (laughs) Skirt skirt! (laughs) Maybe it's more of a Navy Federal Credit Union can help you save on a new whip with amazing rates. Yeah, that's definitely a hundo peak moment. Thanks, fam. (laughs) Hi, this is Gail with Navy Federal Credit Union. What's good? (laughs) Navy Federal Credit Union. This actress is fantastic. When she gets ready to say what's good, she like pauses and like gets a really like she's like really delighted to be yeah. able to be about to drop this this like cool slang. Now I think I'm wrong here because her voice is so different, but at the very end, her voice makes her sound a little bit. Do you know who I'm gonna say? I don't. Like the woman who I love in the in the um Geico commercial that's set in the TSA. Where she's oh. kind of giving the guy a hard time because he says nice. I mean, they're flight. both they're both black women of about the same age. Yeah, um, and I, body type. But there's just and I don't. I mean, the woman in the Geico commercial has such a specific voice. I don't think it's. I don't think it's the same person. At the very end there, I thought I heard a tiny bit of that. Like maybe she was exaggerating that voice for Geico. I have to see them next it. to each other to make a good comparison because I can't quite recall if that's the same woman or not. But it didn't jump out to me as that being the same actor. And we've talked about that commercial again, so. We don't have to play it again, but just because I am like so fun, I just love this woman's voice so much. Yeah, she's a star. So that's why I'm hoping that um, I don't think it's a put on in this commercial. I I think probably the actor in this commercial, this Geico commercial, um, that's probably her natural voice. Makes car insurance easy. Enjoy your flight. You too. As easy as saying the wrong thing. Me too. Really? What? Dad, why would you say that? Why would you say that? Do I look like I'm going on vacation, sir? I love that line so much. Do I look, Do like, I I'm look going... like I'm going on vacation, sir? Uh, I love her. I don't she think that's the same sir. person. Though. Yeah. So right. Sometimes that line just goes through my head. Yeah. Do I, I look love like it. I'm going? On... I don't think that's I don't the same think actor, same person though. Either. Yeah. Um, Looking at her now, I don't. I don't think it's the same one. Shall we? That is a gr- that all. St- I'm sorry. That Navy. I, can I tell uh, you an embarrassing fact about me? Great. Yes. Uh, and my lack of onlineness, which is, I was like, I've heard skirt, skirt, but I like don't really know how to deploy it either. 
Um, so I was like, so I was on a lot of websites today. Like, how should I use skirt skirt? How should you use it? I, I mean, it's I know an, what it. Impl- it's an exclamation of excitement, and it seems uh-huh. to also be. She's correct to associate it somehow with driving because she does a little. Yeah, of course. Well, I know that that's the thing. Yeah, I know that from songs. You know, the skirt skirt is the is the like the tires. But I think it's just like I'm looking it up here. Punctuation. I'm looking up here, and um, it says that you shouldn't, Genevieve. Yeah, I mean, I think the first answer is don't. (laughs) That's what the internet said. The internet said, "Ma'am, this is a Wendy's." (laughs) All right. So I didn't realize I was kind of biting your rhyme there at the top of the show with that sliding into the DMs drop (laughs) that I played. But of course, you would include. Oh, did you not grab this from the? You you grabbed that separately. In other words, you didn't realize it was in the show No, sheet. I didn't realize that you have this commercial yeah. on your show sheet, but it, of course it's you choice. should. It's great. Yeah. This is one of the um, Dr. Rick commercials for Progressive Insurance. Dr. Rick is the uh, middle-aged man who tries to help young homeowners not turn into their parents too quickly uh, by giving seminars of how to navigate the world as not an old person. Yes, and I though... think the, the the dialogue here does most of the work. Well, yeah. I'll just tell you that we have a semicircle of his clients or patients uh, sitting in a, a room that looks sort of like a it looks to me like a physical therapy yeah. room but he has um like a, a powerpoint presentation that he's walking them through about how to navigate um online social media okay again this is a status bar this is a search bar let's know the difference okay by the way i was also going to use that as <laughs> as interesting like almost everything in this and if this is the extended web version too at the very yeah, end there's, uh, more. there's there's more that yeah. we could have pulled for the top of the show okay again this is a status bar this is a search bar let's know the difference okay social media it can be overwhelming for a young homeowner turning into their parents now what does it mean to slide into someone's dms (laughs) that sounds like a lot of fun (laughs) okay we're not ready for that as a team we'll get there it might be a fruit emoji but that doesn't mean they're talking about fruit Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto with us in the very background you can hear the woman say oh I'm sure they are. Did you notice that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, they're talking about fruit. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home an auto with us. Okay, do you really think we need 47 photos of fun dinner at Pam's? <laughs> yes. No. Tom, you coming back in? Just trying to get to the bottom of this feed. There is no bottom. <laughs> oh. So that's a little like web button at the There's end of no this There's no bottom thing. of the feed. That is, that's a great observation. I was just talking about this on TBTL recently, which is weird because I don't know if I tweeted this out or it's just an observation that I had. But sometimes I wonder what the last tweet will be. And now it's different because Twitter doesn't technically exist. Like maybe we know what the last tweet was. I I don't know. But there was a time when I was always just like, someday there will be a last tweet. What will it be? God, I hope I live to see that day. Um, But serious question. It's called X. But the posts are still tweets? They're I, not X's. Yeah, I don't know. I think they might be posts. Like, I'm on something called Blue Sky now. They were calling them skeets for a while, but I think that had some Yikes. connotations that were unsavory, so they stopped doing that. Um, and I think on threads, they call them posts, right? Or do they just call them threads? I don't know. Uh, it does. It, you can use post interchangeably for all of this. But at the end of this commercial, we saw this guy trying to get to the bottom of the social media feed. Of course, there is no bottom to it. Um, but then there's another button on the end here. This is um, Dr. Rick is now talking to us, the Internet user. And there's two little progressive commercials. If we wanted to continue watching progressive commercials, he's going to tell They'll us. They'll let you watch these things like all day long yeah. like it's a soap opera. And they, they urge you to like Dr. Rick okay. does here. 
This one's easy. All you have to do is click one of these two boxes. That's it. There you go. Good click. <laughs> uh, delightful. I felt like those commercials started to lose their mojo a little bit, and then I feel like they've um, they've returned to form lately. I think so, too. And I think like any campaign that's this long running and this um, much of a universe builder is going to have it's going to wander into some blind alleys, you know, but that's OK. Like it's a it's a great series and a great campaign mm, yeah definitely. a lot of good performers in it and for the most part like we've seen campaigns really lose their way like yeah. to go back to progressive and the flow stuff they've done a really good job with that but we've talked about campaigns that were great in their simplicity and then just lost the thread because they got super super complicated yeah or are they progressive uh commercials that i was complaining about a few weeks ago where it started with puns like we have ands but now they've totally lost the I thread think that's of it being, geico oh but that's probably geico yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah i know what you mean it's just sad when you see a campaign that you love that is actual comedy gold but then they just like whether they get new writers or they just can't keep it up and it just kind of falls in quality, but okay, let's move on to uh, what should you do? Coca? Are we doing mayhem? Got more I know mayhem. you love it when I say mayhem. Yeah, you know, there's it's uh, any kind of roundup like this. There's bound to be a couple of insurance mm-hmm. entries. Progressive is one, obviously. Allstate is is got the mayhem. Um, our beloved okay. Dean Winters. Okay, and. Dean Winters has done as mayhem. He's done a couple of things. He did like a TikTok dance, uh, one where he was a TikTok dance craze. This one, he is. It's really, really actual advice. It's it's so much actual advice that I saw a news segment, like in a local news, that was I guess having a real slow news day where they were like, "This new Allstate commercial has some great advice for homeowners." <laughs> But this is about not kind of telegraphing your whereabouts. Oh, yeah. Don't go online and tell people that you're not home. That you're not home. Yeah. So um, he portrays a burglar in this case who is on social media keeping track of where people, people who are leaving their homes empty and then he breaks in and steals everything. I'm kind of a social media nerd. I'm also kind of a burglar. The couple that lives here posted <laughs> online that they're out of town, so I'm turning Sukasa into Mikasa. And if you share every detail of your life... He just, he's he's like grabbing everything and taking it out of the house. But what I like about this whole ad is that he starts by opening a, like a hide-a-key rock mm-hmm. and finding the key. So you think, oh, he's going to break in that way. No, he finds the key, but he still just punches through a <laughs> yeah, window. good call. And then on his way out, the door is wide open. He could walk out the door with all this, all of his loot. He throws it through the plate glass window <laughs> in the living room. That's right. Sukasa. And to me, Casa. And if you share every detail of your life on social media, this could be you. So get Allstate. Where agents keep you protected from mayhem. Like me. Mayhem. Yeah, you're right. He provides the most amount of mayhem yes, to a, he is a robbery. He is a mayhem, agent of mayhem for sure. That is a He's really so good. good one too. When His he performance says, is so good. I'm sort of a social media geek. I'm also sort of a burglar. <laughs> That's a great line. So good. He just gets better and better. He's so fantastic. What's up next? Uh, I don't really want to watch Oz, but I I feel like I might watch it just because I know he's in it. He's in it? I think so. Him and oh, his brother. Remember that. we did a, we did an episode where he and his brother, oh, yeah. um, his brother plays the homeowner and he plays the mayhem, which is the competitive older brother. Yeah, they're playing basketball in the playing, driveway. they're playing yeah. pickup basketball. And... Um, and people were saying like, oh, the brothers, the Winters brothers are back together like they were in Oz. Mm. So it kind of made me want to watch Oz. It's kind of a, it's, is it a comedy? Yeah. A light watch? <laughs> it's a light watch. Um, 
Yeah, Bobby like, Bay. Bobby Bay. Oh, Bobby Baby. Bobby Baby. This is um, this is more serious. This is a uh, we're gonna we're gonna slow the energy down here a little bit, but we've got uh, a number of folks. I don't know if any of them are famous besides uh, Tan France, who is like I think one of the Queer Eye guys. Uh, you'd recognize him. He's got like kind of silvery, like a big shock of silvery. Oh hair. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen him in other stuff. Um. But this is a bunch of people sitting um, on a stool, kind of alone in the frame, reading mean comments on social media about people who don't breastfeed. Oh. And then, and, you know, including about like, obviously, if you have two men who are raising a baby, you're probably not going to be able to breastfeed, mm-hmm. right? Um, so this is. Can you is- milk me? <laughs> you can milk anything Wait, with nipples. What is he saying? What, what's the I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk Greg, me? Greg. I am I couldn't think of his name. There's something about that. That is so funny. Yeah. Meet the fo- no, not meet the Fockers. What's That's the meet first the one? Meet the parents. Yeah. Yes. Uh which really does have its moments. <laughs> I have nipples, ah. Greg. <laughs> Could you, can milk you milk me? me? Um So this is just kind of like it's it's you know. It's like the it's like the not lighter side of the uh, you know that I think it's the Kimmel bit where like celebrities read mean tweets oh, about yeah. themselves. And it's always hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like people reading, you know, kind of putting a face on what it's like to be on the receiving end of trollish behavior online. And the point that Bobby Baby Formula wants to make is like people need formula for all kinds of reasons, and you're not a bad parent if you feed your baby formula because there's been a lot, of course, like of of awareness raising i'll say about the you know the benefits of breast milk and i think like we can all agree that those can be true and also that formula has a place in baby feeding and also sorry for the language but mind your own beeswax yeah fed is not best fed is the bare minimum it's kind of selfish of you to remove your breasts before having kids you didn't even have cancer your body was made for this i'm disgusted you wouldn't even try to breastfeed don't have a baby if you can't feed it two guys have a baby is shocking and shouldn't be allowed the question really should be how's your feeding journey going and not how your breastfeeding journey is going because every journey is so different. It's time to evolve the conversation. You know what my favorite thing about that commercial is? What? For some reason, the pause and fast forward button are back on that one on iSpot. You notice that? Yes. it's. I told you earlier But don't today, worry. Like, I'm keeping my eyes on the prize. I, I'm really focused on the of, important it things. It was kind of emotional though, right? I mean, <laughs> No, when, no, when, it is when, a good commercial. When, yeah. when Tan France, and I don't feel like I'm saying his name right, but I guess that's how it's pronounced. Um, I just think I've only ever read it. Mm-hmm. But when he reads that line or that that message about um, two men shouldn't have yeah. a baby, he, like he does a fantastic job of communicating his like how gutting that would feel to you know to a yeah, to sure. a gay man yeah, who's a parent course, or yeah. any gay man. Yeah. Um. So anyway, I liked that one, and I thought it was like kind of you know usually social media is used for either laughs or just kind of like. Um, in the way that Beechers uses it, where it's just like rah rah, and mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting to um... kind of do a mean tweet. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. No, it is that. I mean, that 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 format has been done a lot. Again, going back to this AM radio that I listen to way too much, there's a um, segment on one of the shows that is just awful. It's just so bad, and they're yeah. like, "We're gonna read your mean tweets. We've been saving them up all week, and they've been doing it for years now." So their like knuckle dragger audience writes these like unfunny mean tweets, and like when you're just to be over the top, and then when you're trying to 
collect mean tweets about yourself and telling people, hey, send in mean tweets. But then they say, like, but don't be really gross and cruel about it. I'm like, what are you guys even doing? Yeah. Like, back in the day, it, like, if it was a, was it a Kimmel bit or was it a um, Fallon bit? I'm I not sure. I can't Maybe remember. They all, who gives a shit? But yeah. <laughs> if I ever have to ask myself if it was Kimble, Kimmel or Fallon, the answer is, who gives a shit? I guess so. I mean, I... You know, Kimmel is way more likable, I know. But in, either way, I have no time for either one of those That's things. That's a mean tweet I would tweet is Kimmel or Fallon who gives a shit <laughs> and then whichever one it is can read it anyway and you get the impression that maybe back in the day at least there was a little bit of um, you know maybe it, it arose organically sort of an organic authenticity yeah. to it yeah, yeah now it feels all it's all ginned up yeah exactly okay um, speaking of gin Coca-Cola can you put gin in Coca-Cola no I mean, more of a you, rum or I mean, a you, whiskey you thing. physically can yes yeah it doesn't taste good though, probably. <laughs> it doesn't sound great no it, it really doesn't uh that famous song drinking gin and coca-cola <laughs> anyway um sipping on gin and coke <laughs> yeah is that how that goes yes i'm pretty street <laughs> boy i'm as real as the streets i like the way your 35 year old reference was somehow <laughs> <laughs> newer than mine i went with andrew's sisters <laughs> but anyway uh okay that song was kind of stolen by the way there was an interesting history of that song really the andrew's sister's version was like and you know who it was it was like you're gonna think i'm bananas here but it was stolen by the guy who played one of the writers on the dick van dyke show what okay will you allow me to please I don't, yeah I, this came up on TBTL a long time ago. Uh, and let me see if... Here it is. Here it is. Rum and Coca-Cola. This is reading directly from Wikipedia, which I hear some podcasters do. Rum and Coca-Cola <laughs> is a popular Calypso song composed by Lionel Belasco with lyrics by Lord Invader. The song was copyrighted in the United States by entertainer Maury Amsterdam and was a hit for the 1945, uh, I'm sorry, it was a hit in 1945 for the Andrews sisters. The song was published in the U.S. Uh, with Amsterdam listed as a lyricist and Jerry Sullivan and Paul Barron as composers. So Maury Amsterdam basically um, went down to Venezuela or something and heard this song Brought it back to the States, put his own name on it, and sold it so that the Andrews sisters could make it a big hit here. Wow. Yeah, that's just uh, straight up. I mean, I would say, like, that's not even appropriation. It's just theft. My apologies. He didn't go down. I'm kind of reading, obviously, on the fly here and talking about this and reminding myself of the story. No, he went down to... um, Trinidad and heard the song on vacation or something and then brought it back to the United States. I mean, literally stolen music. Yeah, just stolen. Just Bananas, right? Up, plain okay. old stolen. Sorry for that uh, tangent there, but uh, I credited the Andrews sisters and I guess I shouldn't <laughs> have. I should have credited Lord Invader. Uh, anyway, so uh, next on the agenda here is Coca-Cola, right? Gin and Coca-Cola. Yeah, so we have a young woman, um, and she's trying to get her... She's got her ring light set up in her house, and her family is busy trying to get, like, dinner uh, on the table. I think they've ordered some kind of food. Um, And everywhere room she goes into to do her TikTok dance, um, like, one of her family members accidentally barges into the background. okay, yep. Um, And then I have to admit, I really lose the plot on this, because at a certain point, she goes outside to do the dance because she's like well nobody's gonna walk walk behind me outside i guess but then the delivery guy 
shows up with the food and also like a, a four pack of Cokes uh, that mm-hmm. she's like, okay, I guess I'm done doing TikTok dances. I'll just go have dinner with my family and drink these delicious Coca-Colas. They're, they're ordering burgers. She's trying to do her dance. Her dad walks behind her. She moves her ring light. She's in a different room. She's doing her dance. Oh, there comes bedroom. mom. Uh-oh. How embarrassing. All right, now she's outside. I don't think she's embarrassed. I think she's just annoyed. Annoyed. Okay, here's delivery guy. But she's not sad because she's getting uh, the Cokes and the burgers. And the delivery guy might be a cute boy underneath that motorcycle helmet, maybe, and maybe gets it more than her old-ass parents do. Her old-ass parents are probably like 15. <laughs> Ten years younger than us. Yeah, yeah. younger than us. Um, yeah, maybe, but if so, it's very subtle. Yeah. It's like I've just, there's just a, a hint of that. It's not I like see. overplayed, but yeah. Have you ever seen somebody uh, doing a TikTok dance outside somewhere? I think in I the have. Wild? I feel like I see it in Red Square sometimes. So, you uh-huh. know, I work on uh, at the University of Washington and we have like a big open square uh, mm-hmm. right in front of my office building. And I've seen people like doing, um, definitely filming things. A lot of what they film is skateboard tricks. You'll see like one kid um, down on the ground with their phone and then like trying to catch the skater like coming up to the phone. I can't, I mean, I feel like I've seen some dance ones somewhere. I'm always amazed when I see TikTok dances. Like I occasionally have to shoot um, like a little video on my phone of someone giving like a message for an event that they can't be at or something. Mm -hmm. And just editing like just clipping the front and back of the video is so challenging to me Mm -hmm. and i'm always like what would i do if i was trying to like actually edit this together like i don't know how the people who do like that they jump and they're in a different outfit like Mm -hmm. how do they do it i don't know it's magical to me I know. I'm, I I'm super say, old. Well, I want to say something snarky, but the thing is, I don't really know. But you could probably manage it because you just know a I little bit more. Learn. You could learn, and you do more editing. Like you, even just your audio editing experience, I think would put you in a better spot to do what what they do. Maybe, but it must be like pretty accessible built-in tools to let people do stuff like that. I remember, or I remember in or our their old brains, apartment, or their brains are just different. Do you remember one time? Well, not one time. This probably happens a lot, but we were like sleeping in late or something. And, you know, I just first thing on a Saturday morning when I'm sleeping in is I just start scrolling through my phone. And then for some reason, I started playing around with Instagram filters. Like, I don't do that. I don't yeah. post like TikTok style stuff. I don't post stories. I don't talk into my camera. It's not how I use social media. But um, somehow I got in a loop of trying a whole bunch of Instagram filters do you remember that we we're laying there and i was making my head a fish head and stuff like yeah, that i like, think so i mean everybody right even there. i have like turned on an instagram filter here here and there does it work on podcasts here i'm gonna turn my face into a fish face <laughs> oh that was awesome oh no it's a fish oh no oh, ew okay uh let's move on here um we're, <laughs> this show's going too long and i will say i don't mind when the show goes long when the content is good but i hear what i'm yeah. doing here we need to move it's, on what is, move on. what is this next commercial this looks like a pretty low budget compared to the other things we've been doing this is for something called quest chat which is an app it's like a chat uh, you know, service. Uh, we used to call them phone sex lines. I guess now it's a. Oh, okay. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But it's, it's always a, it's a beautiful a, it's a companion. It's a companion phone number. Phone number. Gotcha. Uh, although it's, um, you can also uh, get it on your phone as an i. You know, it's an iPhone app. And I was looking at the reviews of it on i on the iPhone app store, 
And it was everything was just like one star. This is a scam. Does not work. So that's interesting. So they've taken the the like what we would call like the one nine hundred sex line number, but they have moved it over to an app now. Yeah, I think. But it, I see a it, phone number on the co- screen. Yes, I think it exists in both formats. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because I guess you they don't. I guess the whole basis for those nine hundred things are they charge by the minute or whatever. Yeah. I wonder, does that still exist in the era of cell phones? I assume you could still set up like a 1-900. Yeah, Should I mean, we I... do that for ATM? <laughs> Just make it a 1-900 number. And when you call, you get like free content of us talking about commercials. Or not free, but paid content right. of us talking about commercials. Right, yeah. Um, I, You know, like we could explore all kinds of, uh, you know, monetization schemes. Yeah. So anyway, we have a, a young white woman... Um, blonde but i don't think she's a natural blonde so i can see those roots <laughs> yeah which is yeah um and she's just sitting in a chair in a what looks like sort of like a middle of the road ho- motel room or hotel room yeah, i guess yeah um and she's talking about how she's a she's a social media influencer but she's looking to make a real connection let me ask you a question i made a weird noise when you mentioned you can see her roots in that way but like this is a commercial where somebody even if it's a low budget commercial obviously put on makeup got in front of a camera it is selling sex mm-hmm. so this idea of she's like companionship Andrew. i'm sorry companionship her two-toned hair that's on purpose that's not like a oh i, I guess that's an i guess that's right? an ombre look i mean it's they, like fashion is so weird now and style is so weird that like i don't even know genevieve if, you're sounding too young i know again but to me i can see her roots that's my answer I have a ton of followers on social media, but to be honest, I don't feel like they truly know the real me. (laughs) But more meaningful relationships would be nice too. A friend of mine told me about Quest, and I love it. Real connections with real people. Plus, it's free to try. I give Quest a thumbs up, a heart, and a great big like. (laughs) Try it free. Call one eight eight eight. Her stare off into the middle distance with like a kind of simpering smile during some of the like that is is amazing. And then there's a whole bunch of numbers listed at the end too. So I don't know what's going on. It's all a scam. Don't call those numbers. That is funny. Now we have another one that's taking on social media head on here, right? Okay, so this is a whole subgenre, and there are there are literally. I don't know. I mean, there are there are law firms now that are just fully dedicated to um, suing social media companies over potential, like their you know their personal injury law firms and and like the kind of law firms that want to like get a class action suit together. And so there's this one from Social Media Victims Law Center, which is like apparently a company that was formed specifically for this purpose. But they're just like you know it's like an ambulance chaser. What I like about this is you have a. Um, an attractive white woman uh, with blonde hair, and she's she's standing in in what in a green in front of a green screen, obviously, but yeah. she's standing in what appears to be like a news desk. Yeah, she looks like she's doing like a Fox News Fox stand, news stand up, up in the studio. Yeah. yeah, so she's just standing there like she's giving you the news, but what she's doing is telling you about how social media is not good for you. Yeah, and based on the image here, I guess trigger warning: there will be a talk of self harm. Yeah. Social media has become a normal part of everyday life. As parents, we take for granted that social media platforms have our kids' best interests at heart. Do we? But recent disclosures from company insiders revealed that social media companies use devious algorithms to attract and addict vulnerable teens, exposing them to bullying and harmful communications. Teens are also being targeted and sexually exploited by criminals through encrypted messaging and live streaming services. According to experts, social media abuse has resulted in a 50% increase in teen suicide over the past decade. 
decade. Other serious problems associated with social media include depression, eating and sleeping disorders, hospitalization, sexual abuse, and attempted suicide. If your child suffered a mental health crisis, eating disorder, attempted or completed suicide, or was sexually exploited through social media use, call the Social Media Victims Law Center. With over $950 million in verdicts and settlements, they will fight to hold social media companies accountable for the harm they inflicted on your child. Call for a free consultation. It's huh. heavy, I realize. but it, it is heavy. And it's like, I'm not trying to laugh at... I, I, I probably don't even disagree with any of the statements that she made in that, but the sort of naked uh, self-interest with which it's being delivered is kind of gross to me. Yeah, and also... I mean, I'd be interested to know what the courts have found. I mean, I, we haven't heard of any huge cases where one of the main social media networks have been successfully sued for things that people have put, like bullying things that well, people have posted. Have, has, is that a case that you can think of? I can't think of a huge judgment, but I can tell you that like anytime you sue a plaintiff sues a large corporation there's a pretty good chance that there's going to be a settlement some sort of a settlement so we'd have no idea what the actual she says nine she said 950 million in, mm-hmm. in damages and yeah. like that could that doesn't surprise me that much like that could a big a big enough law firm um over enough cases suing a lot of companies with very deep pockets mm-hmm. yeah you're, you're gonna settling, get you're gonna settling, get some settlements settling, you know yeah. like all these these companies like there's always a dollar figure at which it, it which at which it makes more sense to make it go away than to litigate but i i'm just embarrassed now because people might write back and just send me emails with tons of links in it but i'm, I'm just trying to because i feel like let's just say a company like meta yeah so this that's covering facebook and Instagram. Right. If there was a significant case where they even settled out of court, but it was a public case that somebody got money because of the way their child was treated by a bully online, I feel like that would just open the floodgates. Well, I'm sure a lot of them have not NDAs attached to them. Yeah, I just don't think you... I think you might be surprised to find yeah. that Meta's settling a lot of this shit out of court. Yeah. And there's and it's there's a math to it, and uh, there's a devious algorithm, if you will, Mm-hmm. Uh, to when to settle a case, almost regardless of the merits. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at here. Uh, Long this is um, from January. Long Island family sues Meta for harming daughter through Instagram use. So anyway, these, I, these suits yeah, are happening, and yeah. some of them are getting settled, and some of them may even be getting judgments. Okay, now is this similar to this next one, Morgan and Morgan? Yes. Yeah, so this one is more like it's. This is very. This is very like Better Call Saul kind of vibe, but more like. Um, uh, like the the it's a personal injury kind of ambulance chasing type of law firm but they have their own take on this your child's being harmed by social media oh is your teen addicted to social media are they showing signs of depression or eating disorders listen up this could concern you a whistleblower has reported that their platform was knowingly exposing children to dangerous topics and posts the whistleblower claims that this algorithm is also causing body image issues, eating disorders, and more. What's worse is that social media company was shown the research and had done nothing about it. Turns out they've known about it for years. 
If your child has shown signs yeah, that of I remember. That mental yeah. health issues and or an eating disorder. It's interesting that they can say whistleblower and we can all know what case they're talking about. Yeah, because they they're talking. That was that was Meta, right? That I was think Meta it was. And Facebook. Yeah. There was somebody inside the company who said, "Yeah, like no, they, they did research on bad practices and the effects on children, but then did nothing with that research and basically ignored it." If, if off the top of my head, that's my memory of that. I think so too. Although it honestly probably could be any of them. All right, well, let's do one more. All right. Uh, yeah, take, I'll give you a choice here. You can do Dove or Dove. Yeah, it's just Dove. Okay. So this is just something that I, I learned about. I learned about a whole new world uh, through this. So Dove partnered up with this show that's on the Cartoon Network called, um, uh, I think it's called Steven Universe. Okay. And it's a cartoon that is about a boy who has sort of supernatural superhero powers because his mother was a gemstone who married a human. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he was born with like sort of superhuman powers. And then in the mythology of this show, Steven Universe, he like somehow be also became like hybridized or melded with his female friend, Connie. And that has resulted in this character who's named Stevani, who is a sort of androgynous, although I would say very female presenting, but according to the mythology of the show, an androgynous character um, who has some of the powers of Steven Universe, who is himself a hybrid and some powers of just some human powers. Um so what's the what is this is the name of the show is what well Steven Universe Steven Universe yeah okay, it's well. all very confusing so we I'm just telling you all this so you know who Stevani is who's who we're gonna hear from here is this cartoon character and they are um, kind of giving a PSA like as part of this partnership with Dove you know Dove beauty products and stuff um, about the dangers of social media but then in the space of this ad or this PSA. They go back and forth like three times about whether or not they do or don't like social media. Hey, I'm Stevani. Let's talk about social media. This is my page. I love posing for selfies. But social media can be about more than how you look. It can be about who you are. Your skills. Focus. Your adventures. You'll never believe what I... I also follow lots of different people on accounts. I like to get inspired and catch up with friends. Hold up. This isn't right. The truth is, I made my page just for this. I'm not on social media. You know why? It's overwhelming. There are tons of people worried about how they look on here. And it's like, who cares? Besides, I don't need followers or likes to feel good about myself. I know I'm amazing. They throw their iPad on the ground. Good luck today, Stevani. Good luck at the shoot. You're a natural. Gotta be great. But then her friends send her good messages. There is some positivity on here if you know where to look. Maybe I'll use it. Carefully. So now she's back on board with social media, but carefully. They're back on board with social They're media. They're back on board. So the point of that, I'm interested in the, in the the cartoon itself, but yeah. the, the cartoon is sort of specifically trying to give space for kids who don't fit into one yeah. gender or another. That's, that's pretty right. interesting. It is interesting, yeah. And I mean, it's you know, it's like the it's for a younger set than me, so I don't find it particularly compelling. But the social media, media messaging there is bananas. Confusing. Very confusing. Yeah. Where are we landing on this? Like, where are they I, landing on I think on they're this? landing on it's it can be good or bad. If you use it in moderation and carefully, it can be, like, okay. Hmm. Really threading the needle there. They're really trying to, yeah. 
Maybe they should just sell soap. Always wait for the hammer time. Um, this next commercial from 1995, I find also confusing, Genevieve. Can't tell exactly what happens at the end here. I'm also confused why this couple is so happy over a frozen vegetable meal. This is for um, Green Giants Create a Meal. And my understanding of this, based on watching this commercial a few times before the show, is you buy yourself some meat. Green Giant is not getting involved in that. No, Green Giant wants nothing to do with you. Bring the meat it home, part. and you can yeah. you brown that up. That's and your then, that's your problem. That's a YP. But then Green Giant just sells you a bag of frozen vegetables, which is fine. That's what Green Giant does. But this is Green Giant's create a meal. So there must be something more to it, right? Yes, a bag of sauce must be included. <laughs> a bag of oh, in bag the of, veggies. Hey, I got a bag, bag of, of sauce. sauce. And so, like, whether it's a Szechuan mix or more of a creamy mix, or um, I'm trying to think of what other like uh, sauce packs they show that are available. But essentially, they were just said, like, how can we zhuzh up these frozen vegetables? <laughs> well, we can include a little pack of, of sauce and then tell people to add their own meat to it. So, what you see, though, I need you to pay very close attention to this commercial, Genevieve, because I think this is like an empty nester commercial we see somebody in a car uh drive off we never see the person in the car but it's a so this commercial takes place probably in 1995 so this car itself looks like a kind of a beater from the 70s maybe i mean it's a beautiful car looks yeah like a classic to, to, a to modern me, but, but yeah. the 90s it's supposed to be sort of like a jalopy and you can't really tell who's in the driver's seat but i guess presumably this couple's adult child going off to college or to live on their own yeah they've got a lot of do you already say this? they got a lot of shit strapped to the top of the the station wagon or yes. whatever this car is which i get you see a mattress up there just like a wooden chair yeah. a bicycle various suitcases and just very sloppily strapped yeah to the top. you are this definitely gonna, gonna drop some things the highway, on the road right? and then um and i think there's a voiceover that maybe explains that we see mom and dad who seem kind of young to be empty nesters at this point um and they're waving goodbye to i guess presumably their kid and then they go inside and it's like finally we have the house to ourselves we can do what we always wanted Eat green giant meals. <laughs> was that what was stopping them before? That's what I don't know. <laughs> and this couple, Genevieve, they take the package out of the freezer. And oh, here it is teriyaki stir fry. They start dancing around the kitchen. They totally got their groove back as a oh couple because they're 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 frying this up in a wok. Um, and then at the very what a end, time to be alive. And then at the end, they're just about to across the dining room table fork each other the food now that came out wrong <laughs> but like <laughs> offer each other a forkful of their food like across the table like it's some sort of a wedding thing I mean, they're married couple they're allowed to fork yeah they certainly are but then at the end we i think hear a knock on the door or a doorbell ring and i guess presumably the person that they sent off to college or to live on their own is back again yeah and we see them sort of peeping through the windows but it's confusing because I don't know why this person comes back why their child comes back and you never get a good look at the child at all so all right. I find the whole I thing to be this. very confusing the last ones left the house it's just the two of you now 
It's time for Create a Meal. Oh it's God. a great meal without a big hassle. He's too to get out favorite more. Meat, lay on a hearty measure of Green Giant's fresh-tasting veggies, our delicious Create a Meal sauce, and in 20 minutes, it's dinner the way it used to be. It's a fresh solution to dinner. Create oh, a meal. Alfredo. Oh, there's a whole bunch of different gross options there. They're so excited about this dinner from a freezer that they're about to have. Like, this is the type of thing that you would make when you do have yes. a family to cook for because they say in 20 minutes and you're just like buying your own yeah. meat anyway. It's frozen you're, vegetables. You're adults on your own now. You can go to the farmer's market and take time chopping up the scallions. Like, enjoy yourselves. Like... Or order a pizza, but like yeah, exactly. But like, this is like for a busy family. Or right. go to Vegas. Or go to Vegas. <laughs> or like I just don't understand why like the empty nest trope is applied it, to making such a, a very weird... mid <laughs> dinner at exactly. home. It seems more like oh, with just a little bit of time, you can feed the whole clan or yeah, something like that. Exactly. Like and also know... the the when we see the very far away shot of I guess again presumably the adult child coming back, he looks kind of like I'm assuming it's a it's a. It's a guy, although I, you can't even really tell, but it looks like they're wearing like a fishing vest. Yeah. It's, so at first I thought a fisherman was knocking on their door and I'm like, why is a fisherman? Like, oh no, that's the car from before. Why did this person come back so quickly? Did they, maybe they miss, maybe they miss Green Giant f meals, but. But then why is it a big special thing yeah. to have a Green Giant? No, I think you're right that it's like a huge misfire as far as like what you're pitching. But like my. Who, like who you're pitching to. But my God, this couple oh loves. So they're playing it's air guitar. Meal. Without a big hassle, brown your favorite meat, lay on a hearty measure of oh, green I mean, giant that is what it took Also, it does not take two people to pour two things from a bag into a yeah. frying pan. Yeah, but man, it's... um. I mean, listen, they got their spark back. Like, I'm, you know, I, I guess I'm happy for them as a couple. I, I, sure, I'm happy for them. But I mean, like, I just want them to, like, broaden their horizons. Mm -hmm. In a certain way, I feel sorry for them. Well, it's them. night one. Night one, you start with some frozen vegetables. Night one is frozen vegetables. Night two, mm -hmm. I don't know, like. Adult toys. Adult <laughs> wow. That escalated quickly. It's jingle time. Hey, Andrew and Genevieve, listener Mike here. I've got another jingle for you. This comes from a new Little Caesars ad featuring three NFL players who I don't recognize, but uh, it's just a wholesome little song about three big grown men eating pizza together. So here goes. Three best friends eating pizza all the time. Having fun, pizza, pizza, that's the life. All right, yeah, real quickie there. That's all I got. So long. <laughs> so long. This Mike. is actually, I love that, by the way. That was amazing and great, great carving out of a small part of a, of a commercial and getting the jingle part. I've noticed this ad a lot. I really love it. I've, I've seen it um, many times uh, in the wild, and it just always makes me laugh. The The football players, in case you're wondering, are Cam Jordan, George Kittle, and Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I believe Cam Jordan is being interviewed. At Who's the Cam Jordan? I don't know that name. Um, Let me see here. A Cam Jordan, a defensive end for the Saints. Okay. 
So he's being interviewed. I think that's him, right? Who's being interviewed? Yeah, for the front? yeah, but yeah. I think that's him. Then George Kittle is a tight end. So these are not somewhere. You know, no, they're well, not Kittle's like Kittle's a pretty big name. I think one of the better tight ends in the league. And although... I feel like I know Ryan Fitzpatrick. And Ra- name. Ryan Fitzpatrick, you definitely know, but he, isn't he a broadcaster now? Fitzmagic, or am I confusing him with somebody else? Isn't he the guy with the 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 long beard that everybody? Um, yeah, he's a, he's a Thursday night football commentator now. I think he was a big. Uh, he was a big college quarterback. And okay, well, a bit. he's still obviously in this world because what's so what's happening in this ad and it's very funny is Cam's being interviewed in a post, I don't know, post game where he's just being interviewed at a press conference by sports journalists and they're asking him and you'll hear this kind of like, "What do you have planned for the off season?" And he has this reverie where he imagines him and his friends, these two other football players, um, just having like the sweetest little montage mm. of like riding a bicycle built for three <laughs> like just like just like the best friends that anybody could have they're just like out there having a really fun sweet time in this little song and he sings this little song and then he comes back and he says he just like that was all he keeps that on the dl and he just says he's gonna probably just hit the weight room yeah. 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 how'd you spend the off season the off season those mm. mm. yeah. seasons taste so good it tastes even better with my best friends. Three <laughs> best friends eating pizza all the time. Having fun. Pizza, pizza, pounds for life. The off season? Just hit the weights. And they, he winks at, uh, at Ryan and Kittle and Fitzpatrick and are in the press George. conference, but they're in like heavy costume and they all wink at each other. Yes. At the end. That is really is that charming. Yeah. I had not seen that it's before. It's so adorable. I think Little Caesars absolutely nails it. Um, and I like what Mike added in his email in which he sent that uh, jingle. He said, I actually had to slow down the video to decipher the lyrics at the end. The eating pizza, that's the life. Because uh-huh. it is very hard to understand. He said it was a real Mr. Craggles situation. <laughs> Mr. Craigles. Mr. Craigles. That loomed very large in our show. That was a York Peppermint Patty commercial where we thought a little girl was talking to her stuffed animal and calling it Mr. Craigles. And but then we, she was. And then we wrote to, I found the filmmaker and wrote to him and <laughs> said, hey, right. this is ridiculous. I host a podcast about commercials. What is the name of the teddy bear? She's saying Mr. Craigles. And the filmmaker, who unfortunately, whose name I don't have in front of me right now, wrote back and was delighted. He's like, yes, I made that. We had to like uh, ADR that line. Yeah. And it was a she joke. was British, right? That's right. The little girl was British, and they ADR'd it with a non-British accent, I think. And the Mr. Craigles was his like name for his filmmaking partner, Craig. He yeah. called him Mr. Craigles. <laughs> so they, I mean, it was like not only did the commercial maker get back to me, but he had a real story of why it was Mr. Craigles. Yeah, and he was delighted that somebody was paying that close of attention to no, it. Mr. Uh, and, and, and I cannot remembers. see Mr. Craigles without losing my. That shit. is fantastic. Mike also sent another commercial in, a uh, different campaign, but still for Little Caesars, right? Yes. Uh, he says, check out this Little Caesars ad. It's not part of the same campaign. I just find this one to be pretty funny. Um, I'm going to let you play it, and I'll describe it here uh, just set it, to quickly set it up. We yeah, have... I think this needs set up for the, the whole thing, right? So at the beginning, we have um, a father and I believe his son, uh, and they're dressed in a pretty sort of like over-the-top uh, kind of like vacation wear, I guess you would mm-hmm. say. The dad is like they're sort of very ill fitting clothes, but with like a sweater tied around his neck. They're meant to look sort of goofy and, and a little outdated. But like also like classic Americana. Yes. By the you lake. But you know, vacation by the lake. Right. Almost what about Bob? Sort, sure, sort yeah. Of, yeah. So they're standing on a dock by the lake and the dad is telling his son this sort of like um 
magical property of the thin crust Little Caesars pizza, which is that you can skip it like a stone. Because it's sort of cut into squares. Yes, you can skip it like a stone across the lake. So he skips it across the lake, and we see it skip off into the distance. Um, now, at the then, we suddenly cut to another uh, parent and child, a dad, and I think his daughter. Mm-hmm. At some other p- part of the lake. And yeah, and the dad you think is about to give the same exact yes. speech to his daughter, but, but there's, he has, a, a there, twist. there's a twist. You know, every summer, for as long as I can remember, I've been coming up here to skip. You see, it's so thin and crispy, it's not just perfect for eating, it's also perfect for skipping. You know, every summer for as long as I can remember. Now, this is the other. This is the other parent. This is the dad and the daughter, and they're apparently at like kind of at a different part of the lake. They're standing on a dock together. Summer for as long as I can remember. Slices of thin crust pizza just fly out of the lake like a miracle. <laughs> I got one. Me too. The lake giveth. It's a hot <laughs> <laughs> so while, while one dad and child are skipping pizza at one side of the lake, it's making its way all the way across the lake. And there's a uh, there's a dad who thinks the lake is magical because he just gets pizza, pizza skipped just comes right skimming right across in. the lake to him. I love it. And I also like what um, Mike said about this, which is it's very brave of Little Caesars to depict their food as being good for throwing in a lake. <laughs> I mean, yes. It honestly does look pretty uh, pretty good, though. I that know edge. that... It it kind of make me want it. It makes me it. want it so bad. Yeah. Also, I think there's something about cutting pizza into squares you that are, makes it look you're even. You're square pizza man. Yeah, I certainly am. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. Genevieve, which of our many social media platforms would you prefer people to reach out to us using? Um, well, is email qualify as social media? Uh, you can email us you, if it does. You can call or us. Even if it doesn't, you can email us at After These Messages Show at Gmail. You can call us. That's the original social the, media. Phones are the original hey, social media. Pick up a phone every now and then. Yeah. Would it kill you? 607-444-5597. We are on YouTube, After These Messages Podcast. That's kind of social media. I think that qualifies. It's media. Face- and people can comment there. It's Facebook, social. I think, definitely qualifies as social media. Yeah, definitely. Um, and when you go to YouTube, look for After These Messages podcast. I just started uploading more vintage commercials yes. from VHS tapes uh, today. So there's a bunch of new ones up there, and I'm hoping to maybe do some more tonight. I've been so obsessed with playing darts lately that I've really gotten out of the vibe <laughs> of, uh, or out of the habit Dartbot of uploading. Dartbot has ruined you. I know. I have a new friend named Dartbot. I do want to put a call out. We are getting ready to do an all-feedback show. We've got a, a fairly good amount of feedback in it's the hopper. It's just like guitar feedback. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but like uh, to do if you've been sitting on something for a while, a jingle that you think you uh, might want to sing, um, some kind of if you've been holding out on excoriating us for this or that, now's the time. Uh, so please do come call us, email us. Facebook us, but, YouTube yeah, us. Yeah, definitely. I would emphasize the voicemail, too. I love hearing from folks. You don't have to sing. If you want to sing a jingle, that's a great way to do it. But just if you just have something on your mind, you yeah. want to tell us about a commercial, uh, and then we can look it up. The number, again, is 607-444-5597. would love to come at you next week with a whole bunch of voicemails. 607-444-5597. Do we hit everything? I think so. I think we hit everything. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. One day. They got my dreams and they playing Solution.